Let's do that hockey. Uh... Yeah, let's do that hockey. I am completely excited right now. We about to do that hockey right now. Um, so right now, um, it's hockey season is upon us. So my name is James Celestin. Puck luck is back. Puck luck is back. And I get to be joined by Big Steve. For those who don't know, Big Steve's a lifelong New York Ranger fan. He's been a Ranger fan all his life. And he gets to join me. We get to talk about that hockey. So I'm really, really excited that hockey is back. I'm really, really thrilled that hockey is back. And the Rangers had a very good season. They would have made, I think they would have made the playoffs had the season not had a pause. So they're going to be healthy now going forward. Um, They got Kreider back. Um, Buchnevich is healthy and Shesterkin should be the guy starting. And for the Islanders, um, they started off really hot. That 17-point streak was great. And then they hit a wall. Injuries, their defense have taken a major hit, especially loss of Pellick, who played well against the team's top line. He was out. Um, Sezikis, um, Casey Sezikis, their best, um, for their best four checker, he was out. Borchuk got a laceration, cutting his eye. Um, he was out. Um, they made a trade for JP Pajot, and they have not won a game with him, which is very surprising. Um, a lot of pressure has been put on Matt Barzell and Andrews Lee to carry the team, but they, it's been tough. Um. And their goaltending has been a little bit shaky. Varlamov, whether it's Varlamov or Grice, they've been a little shaky. Their defense is supposed to help take the pressure off of the goaltending. And that's why goaltenders love playing for the Islanders because their, their system makes, the deep, make, makes it so much that the goaltenders don't really have to do that much. Whereas the Rangers, the Rangers are more of an up and down scoring team. They play good tempo, and their and their blue line is pretty is is getting really better too. Um, they drafted really well. Their blue line is has been playing sensational, and the simple fact that um, the simple fact of the matter is that the simple fact of the matter is is that they are very fortunate that. They aren't there in this tournament, so I think the Rangers and Islanders both benefit, and it's just, it's 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 just really dope. And the simple fact of the matter is, both New York teams are in the postseason. Viewers are going to be watching, especially the Islanders fans, the Rangers fans. This is going to be dope. And me and Steve are going to be talking about this. And the Islanders were close, and the Rangers were close. And the simple fact now, um. We get to talk that hockey. So, well, as they say, let's do that hockey. Because that put us. It put us right there. Right there. Because that's right. what it did. Because. And it, um, go on. And, and, and that's funny to do for those who don't know. Um, for, for guys, to those, those who don't know. So me and Big Steve, because, you know, we're, we're both passionate about our teams, especially, you know, <laughs> one being one being a Ranger fan, one being an Islander fan. He was so confident. He's like, oh, this is the year. The Rangers are going to finally make the playoffs. And I'm just like, they're not making the playoffs. And mind you, the Islanders made the playoffs a year before, went to the second round and got swept by Carolina. So I thought, all right, we're going we're gonna to right. make the playoffs. You know, we're going to get our revenge. Steve was confident. And you know what? His confidence paid off. He, 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 his confidence paid off big time because he, he never wavered. He never gave up. 
He won. Show me that money. He he, he won. Cha-ching, like, cha-ching. Like, it's fun. Now, now, <laughs> now, but before we get into matchups that we have right now, um, Rick, so what? what's your thoughts on the entire Rangers season? Because right now, because now we get into the good stuff. After the Rangers started off slow and you thought that they weren't going to make it. I mean, <clears> you, <throat> lo- you, 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 lost, you lost the teams like the Devils and you lost the Penguins and you, and you lost the Capitals. What was going through your mind when you were going through that rough stress to start the season? Losing to the Devils is always tough because being a Ranger fan in Jersey <laughs> is probably like the worst thing that can ever happen to a Ranger fan. Because <laughs> everybody's, and it's a lose lose situation. I mean, sometimes you can uh, win at the Rock, and sometimes when you lose at the Rock, you you hear it from the Jersey people, and they they're in your face. They let you know they're very passionate about their hockey, but also uh, they're they'll let you know about uh, how they feel about Rangers and James Dolan and all those people <laughs> behind the scenes and. The, the way that the Rangers were playing against the Devils was just sloppy care. You know how, like, in when we talk uh, Yankees baseball, sometimes they um, they say they punt on certain games. It seemed like the Rangers would always punt against the Devils. And then the Penguins is tough, and I was always annoying watching that. And, like, I have no answer. Like, Crosby, Malkin... Is it Malkin or Malkin? Like, I can never understand how to pronounce his name. Like, how come this can't... It's Malkin. Malkin. Okay. Because How come this can't be like Crosby, where it's just easy? Crosby. Like, (laughs) one syllable, pretty much. But... And, um... The the Penguins always play the Rangers tough, no matter what year that we're in, you know? And same thing with the doubles, but, but there's more intensity involved around that because of the rivalry and how close we are in proximity and whatnot, so... Those games do tend to be a little more edgy, but um, to go back, because I kind of went the long way around this answer, um, the Rangers always played slow in the beginning of the year, and it always pisses me off. They always like the first ten games seems like they're uh, out of uh, hockey condition. Uh, they don't know what they're doing. Sometimes um, they're passing the puck at the wrong time. Uh, power plays were always atrocious. Oh. I mean, the power play is one of the things that we used to pride ourselves on. Uh, I was the younger fan, and now it seems like they completely forgot about that. But later on this year, they started to reinvent themselves when uh, Panarin, Strom, uh, and Mika started to play together and whatnot. Uh, Faust has some goals here and there in the power play. That was good. Um, once in a blue moon, you would see um, Stahl have a like a random goal but it, it was never consistent and that's what the rangers lack is consistency you know kind of like yeah. how the way i'm talking right now yeah. i'm not all i'm all over the place <laughs> but it makes sense at the end I, th- I think the Rangers' problem has always been the lack of consistency on their power play because it's always been it's always been hit or miss. I mean, they have players that they can execute on the power play. I mean, you you do you do have um D'Angelo on the point on the power play can re- can really do some damage. He's coming to his own. He he's become a Ranger favorite, Tony D'Angelo, especially when he got at Max Kellerman for for oh, his comments. Like, oh, that was my highlight of the year so far. I mean, like. That was like the hip check of the century, like open ice, bam, just laid him out. That was perfect shoulder to shoulder. There was no whistle, no mate, uh, uh, what's the term, uh, major conduct or whatever. Yeah. There, there's and, no game uh, misconduct. There, there, was, there was no unnecessary roughness. It was just straight hip right, check, straight, beautiful. Right. Oh, and 
Kel- uh, Kellerman went flying like 10 feet back. And like, dude, just to see the uh, hockey Twitter go completely insane over what Kellerman said was probably the most remarkable thing about a sport uniting together, you know? You know, it's just like, wow. Yeah. Out, like, for some know, and that's exactly what happened. And sometimes you uh, swat at the beehive too many times, you're going to get stung. <laughs> Kellerman is looking like a um, watermelon, right? Or, no, I don't know. Um, what's what's something? Um, he, 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 he's looking... Uh, Kellerman is, is probably looking like he got a lot of egg on his face. For he was thinking that he he was thinking he was gonna lock, launch a bazooka, thinking that he he, he was gonna be he was gonna be the man to to to, to downgrade. But he ended up just just launching a pea shooter, and then he got bazooka launched right back at him. <laughs> exactly, or like even like being at the um um I'm, oh man, my brain is mush today. Um, what, what do you think? The BB. Uh, uh, I'm thinking. Shoot, paintball. Paintball. You, you yes. look like you got. Uh, yeah, damn man, my brain is fried. Today. <laughs> Probably shouldn't look like. Sorry, a lobster. buddy. I will play. You, you shouldn't look like a lobster. Uh, dude, I look like a lobster. <laughs> it's bad. My, <laughs> it is bad today, man. My brain is all over the place. I'm trying to think. I'm. I'm but, looking around. It's good. For my dad what has you all said, these though. cards it's, on it's, the. It, it's good that the hockey. The hockey. See, one thing. Even though hockey fans disagree on teams. When you disrespect the sport, they unite in bunches. Doesn't care. Doesn't matter what fan you are. They will defend the sport to the hilt, and that's exactly for that's exactly what um what what hockey Twitter did. And I'm very proud of hockey Twitter. They 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 went at them in droves. It happened and yeah, oh easily. And you know what? Now because of what happened with uh, Major League Baseball. Hockey is probably moving up in the top four major sports right now, you know? Absolutely. And now with uh, soccer as well. So, Absolutely. Um, to, see what the, to see what's going to happen is going to be dope. Guys, for those who are joining, um, this is Puck Luck. Um, this is your boy James alongside Big Steve. Steve is my new co-host. We're going to talk, talk that hockey. Hockey is up, coming back. Um, now, they're looking at some of the hub cities for this for this Can't format. Wait. And Vegas is a likely a destination. What are your thoughts on Vegas potentially being the hub state now that the NBA is going to be likely going to be in Disney World? Hopefully they got uh, enough ice in uh, Vegas because it gets hot over there, man, you know, and hopefully that arena, the the power, they paid their bills over there, you know? We hope so. I I mean, the um, casinos are going to be open. (laughs) You'll be swimming. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, you know what? They're gonna spend all their money over there anyway. So, man, um, hopefully none of them uh, do what they uh, the Bulls did in the documentary. Oh, this, you know, forty eight hour, <laughs> yeah, forty hour window. That would be pretty embarrassing. Um, so, I, I can tell you a couple. Of... <laughs> man, it, it, it'll be um, I, I can tell, <laughs> but um. But now the Rangers have their matchup against Carolina. Obviously, um, the Rangers have played really well against Carolina. Right. They've dominated. They've dominated. So tell me, um, what are your thoughts on potentially uh, facing a team that the that the Rangers are familiar with? Well, right now Carolina is ahead. Was ahead in the points um, with uh, eighty one. 
and the uh, Rangers had 79. So, and the Rangers were doing pretty well in regular season against Carolina. And I just don't know what's going to happen now in the playoffs because one, the New York fan base, you, you've seen it with the Islanders. Yeah. They travel so well. Yeah. And now without the home field or um, the away field, if you call say what you will about that, that, that traveling fan base makes a difference. And now that they're, um, the Rangers and Carolina are on the uh, same playing field, it, it might go uh, Carolina's way for once, you know, because uh, they have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. They don't know what's um, – uh, so, yeah, that's how I feel right now. I think Carolina's is, is – by the way, they were one of the teams that voted no – for that proposal because they did not want to play the Rangers at right, all. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so, yeah, there was that. Yeah, and I think... But I might he, actually give the Rangers an edge because uh, they're like, oh, look, they don't want to play us, so we're just going to give them a reason to uh, really think that now. So, we'll see. I, th- I think another thing that, um, that the Rangers do have going for them is the fact that their players are, are finally healthy. I'm thinking... The only downside that I think that the Rangers will have, unfortunately, due to the fact that the momentum kind of stopped them. They were surging. They were playing well. It looked like they, they were going to do the impossible and jump um, jump a lot of teams, including the Islanders and the Hurricanes, into the postseason. Yep. Which, by the way, the Rangers have a pick, a first-round pick from Carolina in that trade that they yes. did. So they, um, I, th- I forgot yeah, right. who they traded, but... Um, for, Just so you can see what happened. Yeah, it's uh, a, it escaped me too. So don't worry, you're not alone. <laughs> it's um they um but they also but but that was a good trade for the Rangers standpoint because no, no Brady Shea yeah they trade Brady Shea thank you yeah well the Rangers were, Brady Shea. were good at that yeah right right oh that's right Brady Shea that was and the then guy. Brady Shea was a guy that was um streaky right yeah he was um, he was a streaky player too because sometimes um especially when it comes to the power play. He was always like at the last moment. You wouldn't think he would score a goal, and then he gets one. Like he sneaks one by the goalie. So I mean, like that's going to be interesting to see him play against the Rangers. There might be a little um, uh, talk about chip on your shoulder being traded, and now you got to play your teammates in the playoffs now with the yeah this new uh, format and uh, situation going on. So you don't know how things are going to be handled. Um, that's something to look forward to in terms. Of matchups, like it might be Craig against uh, Shea, or it might be Mika on Shea, or somebody like that. So we'll see, and um, that's going to be one of those things I mark down to um, look forward to. I'm see not... who goes at yeah. uh, Shea and who. So I think another thing that Carolina is is they're they're big and they're fast. A lot of their players are really really big and really really oh, fast. Dude. Yeah, dude, it's it's the reverse of what the Rangers are. The Rangers are small and quick. Carolina is trees uh, standing there on the ice and occasionally with a, a, a sully here and there, you know? So, I mean, like, it, it's just like a complete different um, what, uh, scheme that they have. And, like, the... Um, odds. Their scheme, they're more of an up-tempo. Um, think, I'm running think, out of adjectives. Think of, think of Carolina as like an up-tempo basketball team that likes to push, put pressure, push the puck up, push the puck up, be physical, and score. Right, 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 right. And the Rangers are more of that finesse, quick, um, you know, 
play, and you, they're more of that finesse, quick type of game. That kind of what the NHL likes to go is a, a more padded for offense because the ice is so wide open. Whereas Carolina likes to be big and physical and slow the right. game down. But they have they have good players. Like Smechnikov is a good player, and what they you do have. Say? Yeah. Would you, would you say like um, they kind of bully you on the ice? Yeah, I you mean, know, like a little. I mean, Carolina d- does have a lot of enforcers, so they do tend to use their size to their advantage. Mm-hmm. And I think another thing Carolina has is that their goalie situation was terrible, and now their their goalies are likely going to be healthy. And then you're probably going to see Mraz um, 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 play, so that's probably a positive for them because he was in the, he was on the team that went to the conference finals a year ago. So Carolina has that advantage right, going right. for them. So I think all right. in all, um, Carolina um, Carolina does have an advantages, but I think the Rangers should not take this team for granted. They, they, they played well, but don't take the team for granted, which is what is funny. The Islanders are in that similar yeah. position too. If you think about it, the Islanders are playing against the, the Florida Panthers. Right. They also have owned the Florida Panthers. Fun fact, when they beat them in 2016, that was their first playoff series victory in 23 years. So they've had history against the Florida Panthers. They've, they've, they've right, done right. well. They've, they beat them in all their three mm-hmm. matchups as well. So, but Carolina does have Bokoff. Um, they, they do have, um, Boudreaux. Um, they, 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 they got a lot of people in Carolina and we're going to see if Brabowski can play well because he was struggling. He, he, he got a big contract from Florida. They do got Joe Quinville, who's a Stanley Cup champion winner. But they, 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 Florida also too got um got chip on their shoulders because they were just hanging in and they there. They got heavy hitters too. They do. They got heavy hitters over there. They're big and physical just as well. They're big. They're physical. Um, they slow the game. All down. right. Let me let me ask you something real quick. Over under on fights nets series. Are you, you you have to go over. <laughs> you have to go over. I mean, I know the NHL yeah. is gonna. Is what, gonna what, what are you setting the number at? I'm gonna set We're the gonna number, set number at. Right. I'm gonna set the number at five. I think five. You'll probably see five? five. That's fair. What's the uh, number of games for the first round we're doing? Are five. they doing three or five? Five. Uh, it's the best right, of five, so, you're lo- so you gotta win three. Three out of five to advance. So you're looking at a fight of the night. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. You, you look you at get hockey five. and you get MMA. And it's funny, though, too, because the Islanders have enforcers, too. I mean, Matt Martin is an enforcer and Clutterbuck's an enforcer. So it's not like the Islanders have... Nelson, sl- too, fights, And, and right? Nelson yeah. does have its fights. Anders Lee can scrap. So they, they, they got some guys that, that, that can scrap. So they got guys that, 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 can, that can throw down. Um, also, yeah, it's going to be fun. Also, guys, um, later, um, later on next week, we'll be previewing all the other matchups, too, that's going on, including Pittsburgh versus Carolina. You also got Edmonton versus Chicago. Chicago made it through. An interesting matchup you have. Um, Toronto. I promise to be a lot more uh, prepared for this. <laughs> oh, he will. Don't worry. Don't worry. Um, another, interesting, <laughs> another interesting matchup that, um, that people are really sleeping on. I'm really looking more forward to that uh, Toronto versus um Columbus matchup because you you got Toronto who's a finesse team. They don't like being physical. They like to score up and down and you got Carol, you got Columbus coached by Torts who loves the physicality, I know. loves the defense and loves slowing that game down. That, it's going to be interesting. Oh, easily. Dude, I'm looking forward to see if he uh, starts his port like he did with the Rangers versus the Devils. 
back then. Remember that? Oh, it was like the, the uh, it was like the most epic fight that you'll ever see between the Rangers and Devils, and it was when Torch was a, a manager, and he hated whatever happened. Something happened prior to that uh, game for that fight to happen, and he said, "Screw it! I'm going to put the fourth line on and see what happens." And sure enough, each guy scrapped within seconds of. That was beautiful. That was extremely. And that was probably the best hawkers. That was extremely, extremely beautiful. And um, and I'm just blessed right now to have to have Steve on because I'm completely happy with having another guy that loves hockey as I do. And it's and it's and it's really funny though too. It's hockey, man. It's hockey, man. Like we were doing that hockey. <laughs> now hockey. Now, I'm, I'm sorry, Max Kellerman. Um, it's funny though too that we mentioned that because you know. We we got we got another ten minutes before this is over. Um, the thing that it is about this hockey is hockey has a chance to get a lot of fans, especially playoff hockey. It doesn't matter what fan you are; they have plenty of chances to get. Fans. Oh, playoff hockey is the best time to tune in. Absolutely. We, yeah, and then because it's like two months long, and you you can jump in at any time and start watching a series and enjoy it. And it, it's nonstop. It's up and down the ice. The intensity is there. It's, uh, like the beginning of the year and you know they're skating it's all downhill out skating and when we say crash the net oh my god the net comes off when when playoff hockey happens especially now that this tournament every game is going to be a game seven every single game is going to be pressure that did like even losing game one could be a problem uh- and they also now that the Islanders and Rangers. Oh, he's because. Now go ahead. Now go ahead. Oh, we'll have all right. No, I was going to say uh, games one and three are always important. Absolutely, you got to win those, and then like it helps swing the momentum. Because obviously, you want to get off to a good start, and then once you're in the middle of the series, you want that momentum to come back to you, and so you just got to find ways to get to that point. You know. So whatever Absolutely. it takes, it's playoff hockey. It's all hands on deck. You always want to win the first game, and you always want to win the third game. You're absolutely right because game one, you set the tone. You set the tone. What's going to happen? You go out there and you establish what you want. And game three is always that. Game three is always the swing game because it can either go. It can go one of two ways. It can either go for you or against you. Game three can make it easier or make it tougher. Doesn't necessarily determine the series, but losing game three. Hurts exactly. a lot because it gives you an uphill battle. Because if you look at it, the oh, uh, mm-hmm. if you no look doubt. at it, um, if you look at series, uh, teams that win a game three usually win the series ninety eight percent, no, not eighty eight percent of the time. So game three is pivotal. Exactly right. And even though there's no oh, easily, easily pivotal, even though there is no, um, even though there is no, um, what you call it. There's no um, home ice advantage because everyone's going to be neutral. They're still going to play every single game like it's no tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like you, 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 right, right. Now playing in Vegas, it, it, that's going to be interesting because of the heat and how the players respond to that. Because a lot of times, when players climate don't know it's going to be, you don't. It's like uh, going to play out in Colorado. In the mile high city, you know, like a lot of times they feel winded because they're not used to that altitude. 
So imagine going down to the desert or to uh, Vegas, playing in heat like that. Any humidity is going to be a huge factor trying to get used to that. And plus, you're going to be quarantined for a couple weeks before even playing games. Yeah. So you got a lot to look forward to to see how these have and athletes being athletes. It's going to be interesting to see how they train their body. They keep their body maintained to perform at a high level. And that's what the beauty about sports is because we are so fascinated at how they put their body through this work and appreciate things, you know, because us, us average people, we, we wouldn't be able to do what they do Mm-mm. within a, a couple seasons. It, it's incredible. So these, these athletes are look- hybrid. Especially hockey players. These guys are animals. These guys are... Oh, easily. These guys are like warriors. Especially now you're going to be in Vegas. You know Vegas is hot all year round. Especially in the summertime. Which means the AC is going to have to be blasting a lot just to keep the ice level. So you have that. Mm-hmm. You're, you're training in your home facility. You're going to be in a, in a location basically for the next two months. On, on location, so basically when you're done, you're out. You're going to get daily testing every single day. You're not allowed to go out, out, because you, you, you're not allowed to go out and enjoy Vegas. Right? You literally have to stay home. I think the only team right. I think the only team that actually does have a good advantage of playing in Vegas is Vegas. <laughs> the Vegas Golden Knights. They play in Vegas. Right, exactly. So yeah. And- now, what year are they going on? Are they going on for now, Vegas? Vegas or is, is this year, uh, year three? Vegas is year three. This is year three of Vegas with the Seattle franchise joining okay. them next, um, right. the following year. Following year, the Seattle franchise is going to join them. They're going to be in the West Coast, which means um, Colorado is going to be. Oh, that's cent- right. Yeah, Arizona is going to move to the Central Division, which is weird, but I, whatever. I mean, it kind of makes sense when you think about it. It is weird in the beginning, but when you think about it landscape-wise, it kind of makes sense to put them in the central. Um, but seeing uh, Seattle and um, Vegas probably become rivals because of being expansions and on that side of the uh, country, that's going to be um, a, a fun atmosphere, a rivalry to keep in touch with and uh, keep eyes on down the road. You never know what's going to happen down there. I so, I totally can't wait. Um, I totally can't wait for that because I'm 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 going to be loving it. And also, you have to remember too when when Seattle comes, they're going to have an expansion draft, which means play, which means teams are going to be going to have to make maneuvers to protect their players. So um, obviously, the Islanders are going to be protecting their players, and the Rangers are going to be protecting theirs. Um, here's the biggest question for here's the biggest question. Um, for for the for Rangers fans, and I have to ask this: um, it's a, it's all about Henrik Lundqvist. Obviously, Henrik Lundqvist is one of the most yeah, beloved. Just letting you know. I know, um, Henrik Lundqvist is one of the most beloved Rangers players ever. Will Henrik retire a Ranger? Will he win a cup with the Ranger? What is going to go on with Henrik? That's the big question to end for today. The biggest question to end today. What is going on with Henrik Lundqvist? Wow, really? That's <laughs> yep. We're going to end it with this question. <laughs> man, nobody knows. <laughs> man, I don't know, man. I, I honestly don't know what we're going to do with Lundqvist because he's, he's aging. We have two goalies that are really good. Um, Henrik has spurts in the playoffs. He does well in game sevens. Um, but he just never can close. Like 
is getting to the top. He can never close that game that we needed, like against the Kings. That hurts. I still have nightmares over that. Just thinking, what if it, this ricocheted off his uh, pad that have gone going through mm-hmm. the five? Ask a grandparent, it's or who my fa- my favorite cousin is right now. You know, it's like I don't have an answer for that, and it's it's like um, I really believe there the. I believe Lundqvist will do the right thing and probably say, all right, um, if we don't win this year, please send me somewhere where I can win. And that way you guys can focus on doing a rebuild properly and uh, play the goalies that you have uh, more uh, 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 full-time and whatnot yeah. and able to uh, use them the, the exactly the, the way they're needed to be used. And then he can go focus somewhere on chasing a cup, I say, agree. with um, – Say with the Kings or somebody like Vegas, if they're still uh, their windows still there, and I, I'm going to uh, serve one over to you to end the show. Where do you rank Vegas right now in favorites for this playoff? Vegas would probably be for me one of the. If I had to rank them, Vegas would probably be my fourth favorite, alongside on um, Boston. Boston's the heavy favorite. Tampa Boston's is still. Boston, Tampa, and St. Louis are the three major favorites going in. Um, Vegas has the Rangers actually as the sixth favorite, actually. Vegas is giving love to the Rangers. They're giving a lot of love to the Rangers. Yeah, you know what? Speaking of – but not to Panarin, though. Based no. in the rankings for uh, the one award, and then they did a, uh, a top 50 list before, and he's not even in the top 10. I think, I think he's in the top 50, but they didn't put him in the top 10 for that list. Well, so, oh, oh, you mean for the Hart Trophy? Yeah, that 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 mind-boggled me. How is Panera not a Hart Trophy finalist is beyond me. Like he, It makes no sense. His numbers are impressive. And if we had played the season out, he was on pace for record points for his, Rangers. His numbers were were on par with Leon Dreisaitl um, up there, as Dreisaitl is one of the better players in the league. His numbers were up there with Dreisaitl. He should be up there with McDavid. Um, he, he's really, really good. And the fact that he's not in Hart Trophy consideration is a joke. As always, Big Steve, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. We're going to have more of this. We'll be back again next week. We're going to pre- preview more of the NHL playoffs real soon, man. For for my boat for for Dude, big. I'm so excited. I am excited, man. For big big Steve, and this is your boy James signing thank you, off. Thank you, thank you. And we'll be back again real soon. Peace, everybody. Peace. And guys, that that was my the best co-host um that I have um Steve Steve is gonna be. Going to be a permanent fixture on the show. He's going to be joining me 